1: Sipping time.
0: Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello, and welcome to this sips episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Except for today, which was the royal wedding. Was on at 2 a.m. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is a one-hour show that's allegedly entertaining for almost 22 and a half minutes on a good day. But that's still just an unobstantiated rumor. Uh, We are still banned in all the states, starting with letter A, as well as a certain buffet in Las Vegas after a very nasty incident involving Brent and the restaurant manager's very restrictive interpretation of all-you-can-eat. I can't imagine that. Yeah, well, he's not here today, so we're going to talk about him. This is Made Man Bob, and joining me today, our Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Love the basement today. Can't wait to hear... All about the theme. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. How are you? And good old gal, Denise.
2: Good morning, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here again.
0: It's particularly damp in the basement today. So. Yes, it is. I wear my hip waders. <laughs> oh. For the amount of poop you're going to have to go through today. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, Not for the wet. Yeah. Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at FTLWS.com. Or on Facebook. Or on Facebook, if you're a member of the group. If you're not, then you can't get on. So thanks for pointing that out. You're welcome. Knucklehead. <laughs> Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machine, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. And our Sips segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else that we can drink. And today's show, we're going to be tasting some whiskeys from Cooper Spirits and from George Remus. And here are the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. We have the Low, uh, Slow and Low Rock and Rye. We have the Lock, Stock, and Barrel 13-Year. We have the Hochstetter's Family Reserve 16-Year Rye. And we have the Lock, Stock, and Barrel 18-Year Rye Whiskey. And then we also have from George Remus, the George Remus Bourbon and the George Remus Repeal Reserve.
1: So why don't we have Justin tell us about our Sips Ratings. So today, we're going to be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these Sips Ratings plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. One. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two. Nice.
3: water. Hey. I
1: think it's his first time. I don't know. You want to wait? Yeah. yeah. Two. Nice. But what
0: else do you have? Pause. Well, isn't
3: that there you nice?
0: go. God, it's just like
1: show 300 for him, but he's getting it. Three. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. You find? A little speedy on the button, Bob. I'm doing it on purpose. You know? Five. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know why he does the show. He gets to hear that sound once in a blue. moon. one of you <laughs> have,
0: neither one of you have ever heard that sound in your lives. Are you kidding? <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Justin, for messing that up. Uh, <laughs> Anytime, Bob. So let's have Maury, who's over here chopping into bet, tell us a little bit about the Cooper Spirits Company. Sure. Thank you, Bob.
3: The Cooper Spirits Company was founded by Robert J. Cooper in 2006 and first made waves in the spirits industry with the introduction of St. Germain. Waves.
0: And- Negative waves, Maury already.
3: An elderflower liqueur that quickly became popular in the craft cocktail world. They continued to build upon this success by sourcing and bottling whiskeys from Alberta Distillers Limited, who have supplied some other well-known brands over the years. We're not going to mention those brands today. Today... You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. I'm eager, too, to tell you about... Their start with slow and low rock and rye. Rock and rye's history dates back to the 1800s when bartenders served unaged rye whiskey along with a bowl of rock candy that the customer could add to the spirit to, quote, take the edge off, unquote. As a result of the temperance movement, this early cocktail eventually moved to the pharmacy counter and was sold as a pre-bottled cure for just about anything that ailed you. This expression is based on the Hockstadter's original pre-prohibition recipe, and is made using air-dried navel oranges from Florida, 100% raw honey from Western Pennsylvania, Angostura bitters, and of course, rock candy. It is bottled at 42% ABV. So, let me tell you about. Oh
2: yeah! Are you a member of the temperance movement? I am not. Okay. Probably Are you good? Because okay. we'll show you to the door if you are. Okay. That's cool.
3: But I do like the idea <laughs> so of it being the a medicinal Remember the Temple of
0: Doom movement, but other than that. A
3: yeah. Medicinal product that uh, cures what ails you. That's right up my alley.
2: My husband ails me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
3: why I care.
1: Punishment for your decision. It's a company policy to give you the plague.
3: Why, thank you, sir. So it's got a nice light golden color. Um, it's got a wonderful nose that's really. Um, Dominated by oranges, navel oranges from Florida, to be exact.
2: Candied orange peel. If you've ever eaten candied orange peel at any of the chocolate or chocolatiers, um, and they typically will dip it in dark chocolate, that's what you get: candied orange peel, which I love. Absolutely.
3: But I get that on the palate. To me, this tastes a little bit like Mandarin Napoleon or even a little bit like Grand Marnier. It's got that uh, orange peel, uh, candied orange peel palate. Uh, It's a bit like having an old-fashioned in a glass. It's not meant to be a cocktail, but really add it over ice, and uh, it's a real nice substitute for cocktail, particularly if you're at a bar where they don't have bitters or the ability and wherewithal to make a cocktail. So I I think it's... uh, beautifully crafted it's complex it's interesting
1: oh no now what okay <laughs> i definitely so, got the mouthfeel. justin's cue the right there grand marnier right yeah, yeah. it's totally it, that it's... and and with the orange peel palette that you described denise yeah so uh again nice
3: balance uh, very lovely. What I like about it is many of the things in this category are coming in at thirty or forty proof, but this clocks in at eighty-four proof, and uh, it's 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 wonderful. It's beautiful. It's very nicely made. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's not just a simple bourbon, but for what it is, it's fantastic. I gave it four sips.
2: Wow, that's impressive. Well,
3: and what do you think, Madame?
2: Well, I have had a cocktail or two with Maury and Justin. Um, if, I was married, Bob, if I was
0: married to him, I'd have lots of cocktails. Well,
2: <laughs> when I'm with Bob, it's whiskey neat.
0: Typically. I don't want to say anything about Maury, but you know. <laughs> the, uh, but, you weren't even born with the sense God gave the common dog. I'm just saying.
2: But as I was saying, um, so I've had a cocktail or two with Maury and Justin, and I know that when it, comes to cocktails, they tend to like an old-fashioned. Um, I'm more of a Manhattan drinker. So um, I love this. I think it's it's really well-balanced for um, what it is. However, it's a little sweet for me, uh, and that's why I tend to go toward the Manhattan over the old-fashioned. But I can certainly understand the appeal. I do love uh, candied orange peel, and I can see why Maury would give it four sips. I would personally give it three.
1: Well,
3: be that way. I think maybe with a couple of rocks, I'd be interested in
1: seeing with a couple of rocks do it to it. Just cut sweetness, perhaps. Justin, what do you think? I wouldn't compare it to any straight bourbon or scotch, but on its own merit for a pre-made old-fashioned, I would give it four sips because they have the balance for the bitters and the sweet. They got it right. I agree with Maury that a couple of ice cubes... Might take it even farther, and um, I really enjoyed it. And I love the fact that it's like 82 proof, so you really don't need to do too much to it if you've got a party. You, that you are an alcoholic, you. so yeah. well, that's true. But it's a party in a bottle. Yeah, who wants to wait for the good stuff? Oh my! Mm-hmm. So what's so your right? I gave it four sips. Right. I already said that.
2: That's
1: classified. I was a
3: little
0: distracted by the noise. I so. figured as much. What did you think, Bob? Uh, I thought it was. I think I'm going to kill hey, somebody. Come lady.
1: Everybody wants to get into this yeah. basement today. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh God. Who is I'm that? I'm so
0: glad the that word Bob put is at least a
2: buzzer or a ring or something because I had trouble getting down here today.
0: Uh, I swear to God. Anyway, um, I think it was very smooth. Had had It went down very easy. In spite Too of the, easy. in spite of the proof, it went down much lower, you know, even, a lot easier than the proof was. Um, Don't it, call it a girl's drink; it's a little sweet. Don't say for, it's me, for ladies, but it, yeah, it depends on your mood. You know, if you're in a sweet mood, this is a great drink. If you're not in a sweet mood, it might be a little bit much for you. But you can really taste the orange on this. Reminds me of it. Definitely reminds me of Mandarin Napoleon, um, but with the whiskey edge to it. So, um. You could definitely taste the honey in it as opposed to just rock sugar. Uh, you, you know, honey has a very definite taste that you don't get with sugar. Um, I, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, this is definitely something I'd keep around the house, and this is definitely something I'd see myself drinking, you know, watching a game on, you know, with a couple ice cubes. And, uh, yeah, I give it a solid three.
1: Interesting.
3: And I thought Denise would be the lone wolf with three stars.
0: Sorry. I'm not all that into sugar today. He's and we'll be back. Sweet. You're a little bitter today. He is. <laughs> and we're back, and we are talking about uh some whiskies from Cooper Spirits and George Remus. So we're moving on to our next whiskey. So uh who wants to tell us about the next one? Nice, you want to do it?
2: Sure. So this is the hot um I may have my numbers. This is the Lock,
3: Stock, and Barrel 13, glass number
0: two.
2: I think I'll let Justin do it if you don't mind, only because I didn't insert my 13. I kept my original page. Sorry about that. Maybe I'll do the next one.
1: So now we're looking into Lock, Stock, and Barrel 13-year straight rye whiskey. It had a light brown color to it. The nose had inviting cardamom, licorice. It was pretty rich. The palate was different had a nice vanilla, spice notes to it, and the finish was long, but not really complex. I enjoyed this whiskey more than I thought I would. I was looking forward to some expressions that were coming after this, but it was a nice surprise. I gave this one three sips. All right. Interesting.
3: All right, Mr. Happy, what'd you think? I think this one made me happy. It needed a little bit of air, and once I let uh, some of the steam blow off and the air get in, I thought it was delightful. It's got a lovely golden color. Uh, It's got a beautiful nose, classic of uh, bourbons and ryes. Uh, It's got a nice palate and mouthfeel. Uh, Went down smoothly. It was nicely balanced. Had a nice medium finish. Um, I like it. When it first came out, I thought it was really it. Subsequent to that, they've come along with a 13 year excuse me a 16 year expression of lock stock and barrel and an 18 which we'll be tasting today. Um, but I love this. I think this is a really well made whiskey. Um, it's hard not to give it four sips. Um, so I'm gonna give it four sips.
0: Okay. That's classified. All right, Nace, what do you think?
2: I actually like this expression. Um, let's see where should I start? I like the color. I thought it was very nicely balanced. I got um, some honey, some vanilla. I got some leather, and I really like that. Uh, on the palette, leather
3: I, th- and lace she likes.
2: <laughs> I thought uh, the palette was just slightly robust, and that was really nice as well. I thought the finish for me, I think in the beginning, but it's, it's really mellowed now that I've tried it again. But uh, it was a little oily, and that's fine too. And a nice warmth in the back of the throat. And I really like that. And then I thought the flavor just really grows from there. So I really like this. I thought it was very easy drinking, well balanced, and I would give this four sips.
0: All right.
1: That's classified.
0: Yeah, I definitely picked up the. Uh, I definitely picked up the leather notes on it. Um, on the nose, you really get like old, worn, soft leather. Um, a lot of toffee brown sugar, a little bit of spice on it. Um, just got all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's you know when you think in rye it's you know you know a Canadian style rye as opposed to an American style rye it's not you know so the spice isn't so up front. Um, but really this this one once we opened it up the nose just you know continued to grow and continued to grow. Um, goes down nice and smooth. Um uh, got a lovely mouthfeel to it. Um, it yeah. really does just yeah. get better and better yeah, when I you go back it to it.
2: That's classified.
3: What's interesting about all these ryes coming out of uh, Alberta distillers is they're all uh, 100% rye mash bill, which is pretty much the only place that most of us know of that are, other than some really tiny boutiques that may be making 100% rye. Um, most of the American ryes, as we all know, come out of Indiana at about 95-5, and uh, and these are definitely a little bit different. No, they're beautiful. much
0: lower you know you yep, yeah you know, mgp is doing 95.5 but right. you know beam everybody else is doing a much lower when they're doing yeah it of
3: right. course but i'm talking when you're yeah. saying 100 percent
0: most yeah, people are referring to the lvi be, products yeah as that's pretty much you know in canada that's that's sort of the norm so all right well we're on to our next one uh who wants to do the next one
3: i'll do it all
0: right okay so our next product
3: is the Hochstatter Family Reserve, 16-year rye whiskey at 61.9% ABV. Um, so uh, this is, the, as I said, the 16-year rye. It's sourced, again, from Alberta Distillers, uh, from 100% rye mash bill, as I just said. It's aged for 16 years in you new charred <laughs> American oak barrels, and it's bottled at cast strength. And in this case, 61.9% ABV, bottled in good old Philadelphia, PA. Uh, This is a beautiful expression. In fact, I think I might tip my hand and say that it could be my favorite thing so far today. Um, It's just the 13 on steroids. It's amped up on the palate. It's amped up in the proof. It's um, really got all the flavors that we've talked about in the 13, but amped up. It's got a beautiful mouthfeel. It's got a nice viscosity. It's got a nice medium to long finish. Uh, It's just about near perfection for a canadian all rye right, uh, whiskey um can't say enough good things about it uh, i think it's really the sweet spot at 16 years of age and i gave it five sips
1: oh my all right yeah. 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 he wanted to hear that sound again so i never hear first, that you talk first i talk first I don't know. Who goes who goes next?
2: I'll go next. So I would agree with Maury. Oh, this, my God. That never <laughs> happens. That's true. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to agree with Maury. I will agree with Maury that it's a very nice whiskey, and I really enjoy it. What I got on the nose was mint, vanilla, and I think perhaps some clove. Are I, we drinking the same whiskey? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I have bigger bulbs than you. Bigger bulbs. <laughs> you don't know the study about I think men you have and bigger women, boobs, but I don't know if you have bigger bulbs and our sensory bulbs and ours are it's larger. So, oh yeah, yeah, okay. I'll with read that to you one day. Scent. I'll educate you on bulb size. Anyway, so <laughs> on the nose with some mint, vanilla. You're telling the urologist about cloves. bulb size. That, that's
0: interesting. On the
2: palate, I got the vanilla again, <laughs> the clove, the baking spices. Uh, the finish for me was. Medium, it was a medium finish, maybe a little dry. I really enjoyed it, though. Four sips.
3: All right. Wax Poetic, from your four sips, you're That's tough today.
2: Me. Oh, I really wanted the five-sip orgasmic.
0: <laughs> no, I definitely, I, now one. she mentions it, I definitely can pick up the mint. Oh,
2: hello. Okay.
0: Same. It's right up, it's right on the tip of your nose, right up front. Thank you, Bob. It's very, very faint, but it's definitely there. It's, I don't know if it's mint or spearmint.
1: Yeah, it hits you after the yeah, it's first not, second or two. It's not two. deep not, up in your nose. Front.
0: It's, it's right in the tip. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. See, she knows what she's doing. I mean, yeah, you made one mistake, but everything else works itself out.
2: And, I mean, did you see the size of the sky schnoz? You would think that he could pick up
1: everything,
0: but
2: no, not today. Not the mint
1: cloves are prominent
0: yeah you think mm-hmm. with that nose yeah. but then again he's got tiny little hands so yeah okay never mind oh. uh, moving on <laughs> that's not what everybody else says about the size of these fat
1: fingers <laughs> what do you think justin i really like the balance of this whiskey um it had the the, the sweet and the heat perfectly balanced and it was complex a lot of expressions or one note, two note. This has several notes going at the same time, but they're all in harmony and they all work. It almost reminds me of like a Yamazaki 12 and its construction. I gave it four sips. I was very happy with this expression. All right. Well,
0: I hit the button. Didn't work. Let's try it again. There you go. That's a thing. Uh,
2: And I thought you were a good button pusher, Bob.
0: Well, he's a really good button pusher. Did you yeah. see the look on his oh, face?
2: Yeah. Boy, he, he just smiled like from child. ear to ear right. when I said that.
0: I was born to press buttons. <laughs> Whose button?
2: buttons can I push today? <laughs> now
0: this one, this one again, it, it, once we opened it, it was good and gave it about 20 minutes to sit. And the nose definitely really opened up. I definitely do pick up the mint on it now that you said it. I'm picking up a lot of toffee. I'm picking up leather.
2: Maybe Bob has a big and,
0: bulb. And old wood, you know. Not old wood as in it's over oak, but just sort of that old, dry, tannic kind of bit of wood to it. Um, I mean, it's got a lovely nose on it and on the palate. Hold on. Bob's Bulbs, Mm -hmm. well-trained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's mouth-coating, and it's almost creamy, but it's also slightly drying at the same time, so you know it's got some age on it, which... If you you don't like older whiskeys, you may not like it, but uh, I do. Um, yeah, this one's this one's this one's super. I give this one a solid four.
1: That's classified.
0: All right, we're going to move on to the last one from Cooper Spirits, and let's see. I'll do this one, I guess. Uh, we're doing the Lock Stock and Barrel 18 Year Straight Rye Whiskey. It's 54.5 ABV um like the last whiskeys that we've tasted this one also is from Albutter distillers limited double distilled from 100 rye grain and aged in new charred american oak barrels um again older rye nose on this one is a little bit more muted than the 16 i think but it doesn't have as much of that older wood character to it which you would it's odd because it's got two more years on it but it doesn't it it doesn't smell quite as aged, but a little bit of citrus, a little bit of uh, a little bit of pear and apple, peach maybe on the nose. Mm. On the palate. again, it doesn't it doesn't uh, you don't get the drying effect that you got on the 16 usually when you get older whiskeys you get that sort of you know the bit more of the wood tannin i'm not getting as much of it on this um but at the same token the finish i don't think is quite as long as the 16 it, it it's nice it's mouth filling but it definitely drops off a little bit quicker than the 16 um but an excellent whiskey i really really like it um i'm getting uh i'm definitely getting some nuts maybe pecans and maybe some maybe like tobacco leaf and leather on it. Um, really, really nice. Uh, yeah, this, this one I got a, a solid four sips.
1: That's classified.
0: Why do you look so surprised?
2: I just thought everything that Bob said was really interesting. And he described a really nice whiskey. However.
3: You didn't get any of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. I I definitely got fruit, but it was banana. Mm -hmm. It was banana for me. So banana, banana bread on the nose, Um, definitely sweet on the nose. And that's really interesting because typically I think Maury's really good at picking up banana, but for some reason, perhaps he didn't. I didn't talk
3: about this whiskey. Or
2: excuse me. Okay. Maybe you will. So on the nose was the banana, the banana bread and on the palate, was the banana, the ginger, and maybe some cherry at the end. And what I find most interesting about that is, although rye, especially high rye, 100% rye mash bill, it will be spicy, and everybody describes it as spicy. And I would agree with that, and you get the spice. But I have been known on many occasions to describe a rye as sweet. And typically get my head handed to me it's not sweet it's spicy however there are times with rye that you will get a sweeter note which is more of a dried fruit note so at the end of this i got the cherry i got the banana the banana bread up front and cherry in the back well i will say and i thought it was a bit sweet but you look at this and it's what a hundred percent rye mash bill so that's all i can say i really liked it I like the finish. I thought it was a warm, medium finish, and I would give this four sips. I know that was lengthy, and I apologize, but... That's classified.
3: I think it's interesting that none of these ryes are particularly characteristic of what most people think of as American rye whiskey. They don't really have a lot of spice. I agree. They are more bourbon-esque. They are more dried fruit.
2: You just won't say sweet, will you?
3: They have a hint of sweetness. Thank you.
2: What about this particular whiskey? Well,
3: on this particular whiskey, I would agree with just about everything you said. I didn't quite get the banana explosion that you did, but I did definitely get banana. Um, I haven't seen this much banana on a Canadian rye, as I've seen it a lot on some American ryes. But I definitely got banana. um, And I wouldn't call it a
2: banana bomb that's so overwhelming,
3: but... I like this whiskey. I like it a lot. I think the thing that brought it down for me is the fact that it's considerably more expensive than the others for two more years. And honestly, the 16 was the sweet spot. I think that this is, to me, a beautiful whiskey, very well made, but it's definitely not better than the 16. If anything, it's a millimeter below the 16. You add that to the much higher price. To me, it just, the value is not there. Again, super well crafted. Wouldn't pour it out if anybody put it in my glass. And for those reasons, I gave it three sips.
0: He's a grumpy guy today, isn't he? Interesting.
3: I'm the only one who gave out a five today.
1: The 16 and the 18 are so different that I would think that they it was are. different juice. I thought maybe I switched the glasses again, like I've done before. <laughs> and but no, because my my notes are pretty much on with everyone else on this one and the 16 is definitely better the 18 is not bad but i had expectations that, oh two more years in the wood i'm gonna yeah get more right heat. kill it it's right gonna, kill I'm, gonna it. I'm gonna get a longer finish instead i got a shorter finish and um it's also considerably it lower proof mm-hmm.
3: you know the 16 was 61.9 percent abv and this one's 54.5 and
1: watering so. it down might have killed it if, yeah. if we could get the cash strength lock, stock, and barrel 18, we might yeah. all be happier at this table okay. But today. I think Fair that enough. what
3: they try to do is stretch it to keep the cost in line, Yeah, and they watered it down a little
1: bit. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to know what happened much. the last two years of the aging process. Was it yeah. a cold winter? Was it a mild winter? Have you ever been to Alberta? Yeah. No, but- It's always you know, cold. I, yeah. I can imagine it's miserable. They have cold summers, okay? Yeah. Uh, so it's probably ages like Scotland then. <laughs> it ages like it ages like an igloo. <laughs> so I gave it three sips because okay. it's not bad on its. They're own, grumpy. But. I don't know.
0: I don't know. You guys, uh, you know, you're tasting something different than I am. So I don't know. I, I I give up trying to figure out what you guys are talking about. But, um, you know, solid solid stuff overall. Really, I mean, the whole line from Cooper has been very, very solid. So, you know, hats off to them. They're doing some good stuff. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're on to our next brand, and we're going to be tasting some whiskeys from George Remus. And Midwest Grain Products is a name a lot of people have heard of. MGP is an Indiana distillery well known for supplying many of the smaller startup distilleries and some larger ones. We won't mention any names with age whiskey. Now, George Remus is MGP's first foray into creating their own brand and selling their own products to the public. They have done some very limited releases, Uh, Metsi Select, they've done a few one-offs for some events and things like that. I think I have a a bottle of the Metzi Select around here. Uh, It was named after Greg Metzi, who was their master distiller at the time. Um, Prior to Prohibition, George Remus was a well-known and successful Illinois criminal lawyer which is kind of an oxymoron, aren't they? All criminals. (laughs) Um, With the passage of the 18th Amendment, Prohibition became the law of the land, but that didn't stop George. When many were looking to get out of the liquor business, he saw an opportunity and decided to actually get into the liquor business by buying up distilleries as well as pharmacies so that he could take that whiskey and then he could sell it as medicinal liquor under the terms of the Volstead Act because that's one of the interesting things about Prohibition. You could drink whiskey, you just couldn't sell it couldn't make it couldn't sell it but you could drink all that you had and you could go get a prescription for medicinal liquor from your doctor every week he could go to the doctor and he'd hand you a prescription for a pint bottle of hooch and it worked so well that i think at least twice during prohibition they actually had to do a distilling holiday and allow four or five of the distilleries to reopen and make new whiskey for like 60 or 90 days because the stocks were dwindling because so many people needed it for their rheumatiz or whatever (laughs) 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 ailment they (laughs) had. Kind of sounds like the medical marijuana thing going on now. Hysteria. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back. And we're back and we're talking about some whiskeys from Cooper Spirits and George Remus. And we were just going over some of the history of MGP and the George Remus brand. Uh, as we said uh, before, uh, George Remus was a man who got into the whiskey business right at the start of Prohibition. Bought up uh, quite a few distilleries to get their stocks. Bought up quite a few pharmacies because in addition to being an attorney, he was also a pharmacist. Apparently, it was a lot easier to go to school and get licenses back in those days. Um He sold those stocks through his pharmacies, but uh, it's rumored that he would sell liquor from his distillery stocks to pharmacies and have the deliveries hijacked by his own men. Then he could turn around and then sell that on the black market. He eventually got into bootlegging because, you know, pretty much everybody did back then. And he was so successful at it that he became known as the king of the bootleggers, or as they like to call him, King George. He was a popular and colorful character, was thought to have been the inspiration for the title character in The Great Gatsby. But eventually, George's luck ran out, and he was eventually caught, and sentenced to two years in the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. While incarcerated, he began bragging to his cellmate about how much money he and his wife had made, and how his wife had control of overall money so, you know, they could hide it when he was in jail. That cellmate happened to be an undercover federal agent, but rather than tell his bosses about this information, he decided instead to go and find George's wife and seduce her, and the two made off with all of his money. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great
2: story. (laughs) I don't know who I'm more envious of.
0: (laughs) I I believe I read somewhere that at some point they uh, tried to knock him off, too. (laughs) But poor George, at least he has his own whiskey again. So let's try some of uh, King George's uh, lovely bourbon here. So the first product we're going to try is the George Remus Bourbon. It's forty percent ABV, non-chill filtered, made from a high rye mass bill, and it's aged for at least four years. And you know, just a classic, classic bourbon nose on it. I get a lot of uh, a lot of sweetness, brown sugar, caramel, vanilla. Just uh, you know, nice, really nice, deep. Well made. Let's have a sip.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, you can definitely, we were tasting some of the Canadian ryes before and now you're tasting an American style rye bourbon, which is not even a rye whiskey. Um, and boy, there's a difference because you can really get the spice on it. You know, there's more spice in this than the Canadian ryes. Um Got a lovely flavor to it got some lovely caramel notes on the side palette and in the back it's got just a touch of uh just a touch of spice to it nothing overpowering got a medium finish on it uh it's mgp i mean it's 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 good stuff i mean they don't they don't make anything that's not good stuff uh, i give this one a solid three i mean this is their entry level and this mm-hmm. one is really well made so what do you think Maury? I agree with you, Bob. Uh, I
3: think it's very well made. I think it, uh, at 94 proof, uh, this whiskey drinks like an 80 proof. I mean, it really slides down easy. It's nice and smooth. It's a beautiful entry-level whiskey. Uh, it's uh, something you can put on your shelf for every day. It's not pricey. It's well made. It's got all the classic characteristics you describe. Um, it's uh, it's really lovely. And... Uh, I think it's uh, anybody just starting out their bourbon collection. It's uh, it's a must have. It's an everyday drinker. Um, goes down nicely. Can't say
0: enough good things about it. Um, solid three sips. Tell you what, Justin, hand me, that, hand me that water bottle. I want to try this with just a touch of water because it is a little bit higher. Ah. So, Denise, what do you think?
2: Well, unlike George's wife, I. Don't have the best of both worlds, so here I am just drinking whiskey with you guys. And well,
0: we can try and get more into the federal penitentiary if you'd like. That might. <laughs> I'm not complaining,
2: reason. and in fact, I completely agree with the two of you. It's a, it's a lovely whiskey, and I really enjoyed it. Interestingly enough, um, on the nose, I got some floral notes. I got the vanilla, but I definitely got sort of a light floral soap note.
0: Take Maybe that take that bottle and just put a drop of water in it. The nose really gets more flowery. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, that's perfect Yeah that then. you
0: mentioned it, it definitely brings it out with just a touch of water.
2: I thought the palate was uh, slightly grassy. Uh, I, I don't really get a lot of layers of flavor, mm. but I enjoy it. So with that, I thought the uh, finish was a little lighter, a little shorter, but it's definitely easy drinking. It's really pleasant. And I would give it three sips. And now I'm going to add some water.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I just—I mean, just a few drops in it, and the flowers really, really Isn't came out. Isn't that great? Yeah. Such
2: a girly girl.
0: Yes, I am. So, <laughs> all
1: right, Maury, what would you think?
0: I talked about it already. Oh wait, that's
1: oh, it's right. Justin's yeah, turn. It's Justin's it's turn. He's so
2: quiet over there.
1: So this is a lot different than the non-chill filtered products that i'm used to like antique 107 and a lot of the store picks it's well balanced it's very smooth um there aren't a lot of different notes but all the notes they hit are really good Uh, you get the classic bourbon vanilla you get just a slight heat this would be a whiskey that if i was bringing someone in who'd never had bourbon before I'd say, start with this, try this, just to acclimate their palate to the new universe of bourbon. And because it was so well made and um, with its age and bill, I gave it four sips. I was very happy with this expression.:
2: oh, Very nice.
1: Try it try in a little it's water. It
0: definitely. trust some water.: It definitely changes the nose on this. Hmm. Yeah, and on the palate, on the exhale, the flowers really, with a little water, when you exhale, the flowers just burst out of it. So, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's their entry-level base whiskey, but, uh, you know, damn good for what it is. I'll I'll give them credit on that. Again, if, you know, it took them this long to do their own brand, I don't think they're going to put out anything that's, you know, less than good quality. You know, they've been doing it for a long time, so they know what they're doing.
1: They can be proud of this
0: one. All right. Let's go on to the next one. We're going to do the George Remus Repeal Reserve. Who wants to do that one?
1: I'll do it. All right. So this expression, the George Remus Repeal Reserve's ate 47% alcohol by volume, and it's a blend of bourbons from 2005 and 2006. It's 50% 2005 bourbon with a 21% rye mash bill. 2006 bourbon with a 36% rye mash bill. And the remaining 35% is a 2006 bourbon with a 21% rye mash bill. And um, it doesn't really taste like it's a blend. It's just really nice. Got a dark orange color. I get fire and orange on the nose. On the palate, it was sweet and it had a good oily mouthfeel and it had good legs on it. When you turn the glass on its side and it doesn't immediately fall back into the whiskey, that's what the legs are. And this one had legs for miles. It was light, subtle, long finish. Yeah, so does Megan Fox, but if I bring this home, I don't get (laughs) locked out of the house. And that's why you should have the repeal reserve and not Megan Fox when you come home. So you, you did good. I can afford one. I can't afford the other. <laughs> so how many sips? I gave this one three sips. All right. Well, Maury, what'd you think?
3: I liked it. I thought it was uh, very nice. I thought it was much more complex than the previous expression, which was well made, uh, the George Remus bourbon. Uh, I thought this tastes uh, very mature, uh, it's delicious, it's balanced, it's got uh, a lot of things going on, um, I liked it, I liked it a lot, uh, I think it's uh, a three teetering on four sips, uh, but uh, I'm in a three sip mood, so it got three
0: sips. He's in a mood. <laughs>
2: He's nice? He really is, yeah. he is in quite a mood today.
0: Hey, hey, hey. what'd you (laughs) think, Denise? This is happy.
2: (laughs) I am happy. I'm happy all the time. This is an interesting but very nice blend. I really, really like this. Um, I like the color. I thought it was a light copper color. You really got like fire, Justin. Um, But perhaps I just need more in my glass, and, and that may be the problem. Strangely enough, again, with this nose of mine, I got a faint, musty smell. Not unpleasant. It's actually a smell that I, I like and I, I enjoy. It's sort of really like a comfortable, really old home when you walk into it. And that's what I got on the nose. I know that's a strange description. You should see the look that Maury just gave me.
0: <laughs> well, you're in my comfortable, really old home. So maybe that's <laughs> On the
2: palate, a- I agree. It's slightly sweet. I got notes of vanilla. I got oak. But I really like it. For me, the finish was medium. Um, I really didn't get an oily finish like you did, Justin, but perhaps I just need to revisit that. So, again, great blend. I love the nose. I love the palate. And to be perfectly honest, I give this four sips. I could drink this, a lot of this. Maury?
1: Tell us some more.
2: You're itching.
1: (laughs) No, tell us more.
2: (laughs) That's it. Your turn.
1: No, I already gave my turn. Oh, you did? Well, the the mustiness that this expression has... Really reminds me a lot of the really classic older bourbons like the 70s Jim Beam, or even the same characters, the OFC 1911 that we opened on Facebook Live, where you've got that kind of old home, old library action going on. Yeah, like the Jim Beam. The funk, funk, the funk, exactly. Yeah. I mean, bring this, one funk.
0: this wasn't. As I didn't get much the this one. Yeah. This yeah, one like I really like, though. Right. I mean, yeah. this. I think they did an amazingly good job with this. Um, they they took some really good whiskey from you old know old stocks from old stocks, uh, but these you, are know, when, you know twelve and thirteen year old stocks. Well, they're not trying to you know not trying to throw a eighteen year old. You know they're they're taking the sweet spot. I mean, r- really, we all know bourbon. You know, eight to twelve. Yeah. You know, ten to twelve. You know, I mean that's that's the sweet spot. Past that, honestly, it's a crapshoot. I mean, you never know where it's gonna go. So I mean they're they're taking some really good stuff, blending it out. I mean, I got a lot of uh like cocoa, like Dutch cocoa on this. I got a lot of orange in this, um baking spice on the nose. And it, it's curious, I'm gonna try just a touch of water in this and see if it pops the nose like the last one not really a lot of change on the nose but on the palate, i mean it's it's extremely well constructed it's i can almost see where justin's going with it it's it's not quite oily but it's definitely got a good mouth coat Mm. yeah there's 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 nothing wrong with that i mean that that's a solid solid bourbon um you know, just, just sweet enough. It's got, it's I think got that. Bob likes this part. Yeah, it's got, no, I mean, it's. A lot. <laughs> it's, it's got just enough wood Swax in and it. It's poetic. It's got just enough and wood it in it, in it that it, that it hits where you need to go, but it doesn't have that old funk wood to it, um. He builds yeah. you up and then he, he drops really you like does. a He really does. I think
2: it's getting warm in here, actually.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I'm glad I wore my hip waders. We're all getting the
1: Kentucky hug.
0: I'm, I'm think, glad I brought yeah, my, I uh, my hip waders because uh, I'm knee deep. and I give, this a, hoop, right I give this one a four.
1: That's
3: um,
0: a But that being said, we were doing the Remus. Well, like I said, they had done a one-off a while back, which was the um, Metsy's Select and i happen to have a bottle of it here so i figured i'd pour some of that i'm not sure and, he's going to uh, share that i figured i'd try this one cuz this one much like this repeal reserve is a blend this one was a 2015 as a 38% 2006 bourbon at 21% 3% 2006 bourbon at 36% rye and 50 or 2008 bourbon at 21% rye. And I haven't had this in a while, so I just figured I would pass this one around and we would give it a shot and see just, you know, what we're looking at as far as difference. And I'm... Yeah, it's... You're speechless. It's very reminiscent, (laughs) honestly. But... Mm-hmm. I think the Remus has got it beat. Yeah, the Remus has got more It's got more of that old wood to it. It's got a lot more tannin to it. But it's, it's. I mean, you can tell it came from the same place. You can take this and you could pour How these. How long that bottle been open? Well, this
1: is nice. Uh, a while. It's more than half full, though. Yeah. So it shouldn't have. I mean, this. if, you, if have I, I put it. these no, two down nice. in
0: front of you and you had no idea what they were, I'd ask you, were these made by the same place? You'd be able to take these and go, yeah, these are definitely from the same place. Um,
1: oh, it's very similar.
0: Yeah. A little more heat. Yeah. This has got a little more heat, but it doesn't have as much of the, not as much of the wood. Doesn't taste I as, as mature. But I, I, I definitely see the similarity. I don't They're yeah. definitely Get the heat others. either. I don't oh, yeah. eat it at all. Yeah. yeah. To me, this is delightful. No.
2: I like the nose of the Remus.
3: But The Remus is
0: has got the better nose. Very nice and the, the remus has got a lot more of the wood tannin to it it's right. got yes just doesn't have the nose but yeah. i'll tell you what i wouldn't pour this out of my glass
2: definitely not exactly this that's why very I, nice. that's
0: why when that i was able to get that and i He's knew that holding was holding out that's on that's us why i grabbed They are holding exactly. out yeah i mean this <laughs> one's this one's <laughs> pretty good too <laughs> I, I give this one a solid three plus so <laughs> mm. i like this i'll take that home and we'll talk about it later Hey, I like my I like my stuff from MGP, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. As much as you'd like to uh, dislike
3: them for being giant and not being small and crafty, they make some good juice. I mean, there's oh, nothing yeah. wrong with anything they make. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, you know they they've had so much practice going back to the Seagram's days, you know, because they've made so many different styles of whiskey in that place over the and years. Old, they've got old stocks. They're not just yeah. pumping
1: out new mixed spirit. Do they have one master distiller, or is it like a group of people? Um, they have one guy. I met him i can't remember his name
0: though uh but i met him in chicago uh i think it was year before it was right after greg left he came in and took over but uh his name escapes me at this point and i don't have time to flip up the internet and find it so
2: what else are you holding back
0: bob (laughs) not bloody much let me tell you All right, well, that's about all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes online, as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and your own Android app are the easiest way to enjoy this show on your phone. Just search Sip, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Or if you have Alexa or Siri or any of those, just say, Play Podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and we'll pop right up. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at Zip, Suds and Smokes. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Zip, Suds and Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on these social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us and it helps us see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Denise. Thank you for having me, Bob. Thank you, Mr. Happy. Thank you, Bob. I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad I wore <laughs> my hip waders because my toes are dry and warm. We miss our meat. It's Harmed deep here in, here in the Aww. basement. We have nobody Aww. to pick on when our meat here. It's deep, deep here yeah. in the basement today. There's no our here. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. All right. And for sips, suds, and smokes, this is Maidman Bob. We want to thank you for joining us. And remember, a wife is too short to drink bad whiskey. Oh, well, you got it right, even without Harmeet being here. Well, once in a while, I can actually do something without Harmeet being here, you know. Well, He's I'm the the only a little concerned as to what's
2: happening to the co-hosts. <laughs> 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 they seem to be disappearing.
3: Well, you know, we're missing him and we're, we're missing are Bob has Brent. a backhoe. He knows how to use a backhoe.
2: Yeah, I know, but the way you and Bob look at each other from across the table makes me a little nervous. <laughs> Not to mention that new deep freezer Bob has in the corner over there.
1: Hmm.
0: this has been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life